Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast. I'm Craig Edwards. And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Our morning podcast will focus on current safety topics. Craig, what's happening today? Well, today is a day that I wish was actually real, but it's called National Parents Day Off. <laughs> You know, so, it's 6.09 as we're recording this morning, and one of my kids has already called me this morning to talk about <laughs> problems that she wants dad to solve. So it doesn't go away. She's almost 40. <laughs> uh, so, well, I guess I'm glad I got started late because uh, by the time my kids are 40, I think I'll be I'll be pushing up daisies. <clears throat> <laughs> um, so not only is it National Parents Day Off, but something that ties into that it's national school picture day boy that's a uh, shakedown of epic proportions <laughs> no kidding um, every that's picture i ever had yeah every picture i had made in high school and in junior high it's just like what were you just wanting me to get beat <laughs> yeah. yeah except for the senior one they kind of try to make that uh a little more presentable for old time posterity. Yeah, it's um, I, you know, I remember struggling to pay for that when our kids were little, and nowadays, like, Dad, will you buy the school pictures for the grandkids? And I'm like, I thought I was done with this cycle, and and I'm still getting mm-hmm. shook down. And you know, now they're digital, and they so, just send you a link, and the parents can buy their own pictures. And it's uh, yeah. So it's, my uh, wife and I were uh, were watching Battle Bots last night because we love Battle Bots, and you know, older episode. <laughs> There's this family on there, and, and you know it's the, the the mom, the dad, and all the kids, and all the kids had that like bowl cut. And my, my wife looks at me, she goes, "Those kids must be homeschool." No one would send kid to school nowadays with a haircut like that. I'm like, why not? They send us like that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You get um, die. <laughs> And uh, keeping with a food topic, it's National Eat a Hoagie Day. Yes. You're talking Dave's love language here. Yes. Yes. It, in Philly, it's a, it's a sub, but it's called a hoagie in Philly. So cheese whiz or regular cheese? That's not a hoagie at all, dude. That's a cheesesteak. That's a cheesesteak. <laughs> Dave and I had this discussion last week. Okay. A hoagie is a cold cut. It's a cold cut sandwich. A, and I, I never had a hoagie. Yeah. I never had a hoagie until I was uh, stationed in Colorado. It was the first time I ever had a hoagie. I didn't know what the heck it was. I still don't yeah. understand, but I'll let that one slide. Yo, let's just go get a hoagie and a soda. <laughs> well, you Pop. could uh, take that... You could take that hoagie and then follow it up with a cream-filled donut because that's also today's day. Cream-filled donuts. Yeah, more of a custard guy than cream. That's no. I would prefer nothing of a liquidy or 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 gelatin-like <laughs> substance in the middle of my donut because you know the outside looks really good and you bite in it's a flavor you don't like in the inside. Unlike Forrest Gump, that would bother me. 
Yeah, I'm I'm not a donut fan. Never have been. I'm more I I, I like muffins. Um, and unlike the Seinfeld episode, I eat the top and and the bottom. I eat both. I don't. I, I'm not a. Uh, I don't discriminate. So, do you break the Oreo apart to take out the inside, or do you just bite into the thing? I, I don't eat Oreos, Dave. Not 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 a fan. Well, when I used to eat Oreos, um, <laughs> I'd eat the center. I'd eat the center first, and then and then the chocolatey outside, or I'd just eat the whole thing. So, if yeah. I had milk, I'd dunk the whole thing in milk. Because that was good, but I don't understand that not the cream in it. That the, you don't like Boston cream donuts. I, I guess my aversion comes when they get the mixed batch, and you think, "Gee, I'd like a I like a like a like a chocolate filled donut," and you bite into it, and it's got strawberry, and you anticipate the chocolate, and then you're you're not pleasantly surprised by by a different flavor in there. So then you end up like looking for the little glob that came out or breaking the damn thing in half and then you don't want it and yeah it's, so you're it's, gonna like you're gonna like this one tim so in in germany they have a, a an interesting tradition on new year's eve where they buy a big platter of jelly donuts right they're called berliners so berliner um and everybody gets one and the lucky person who bites in the one and it's filled with mustard Gets good luck for the year. <laughs> you end up oh, leaving so... the year with bad luck, and then you end up yeah, well, you got the mustard last year. Yuck. You know, first time I, I, I encountered this tradition, that was my question. I'm like, how is that good luck? It's pretty bad to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so, mm. so Somebody's going to be be uh, eating more than uh, uh, a cream-filled donut or a jelly-filled donut uh, if I was the one getting that mustard thing. <laughs> That sounds right, like so, a hazardous event with mustard being the hazardous chemical or substance. Would you not agree? I would agree. And that is the segue into hazard communication. So as it was, uh, was it 2012, 2013, when uh, OSHA adopted the global harmonization standard? where we uh, transition from material safety data sheets to safety data sheets. Um, that was a long time ago, at least in, in my estimation. Um, and what what were some of the changes, uh, Mr. Bittner, um, in relation to the HASCOM standard uh, and global harmonization? You are putting me on the spot right now. <laughs> well, well, Dave, it, if it you want to watch our roughly 30-part series of safety moments this last year on HASCOM, um, you would know that they uh, reformatted and structured the SDS so that it had 16 universal sections. So no matter what you looked at, Section 4 is Section 4 in every last one. And prior to that, that was not the case. Well, thanks for answering for, for me there, Tim. But I did. Oh, there's more. Right. That, well, that, that, <laughs> that was buy, the only I one I actually you, knew. And now you, I, I bought you 30 you seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what, that's what correct. The, so, what, what were the other changes, Craig? So, I just, I just, and actually, I used to take care of the SDS book. 
um, in my plan. That so you did. You think you you think I would actually have that all memorized, but uh, yeah, I don't. So uh, they basically harmonized again global harmonization. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, huh? It's coming through me. The pictograms, right? So that correct. Was um, and how to communicate the specifics of a chemical. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank now because it's still early. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that when, when OSHA adopted that, uh, adopted the harmonization or, or, you know, uh, harmonized with the global, uh, standard, um, we had multiple here in the u.s we had different types of um um not pictograms but notifications right so and I'm, i know i'm screwing that up you had nfpa had the nfpa diamond and then you had the hazardous material information system hmis are they still allowed and this is something tim i'm going to kick to you are organizations still allowed companies facilities plants still allowed to use hmis and or nfpa labeling on their chemicals or on their facilities i um uh, i i'm going to give you the answer and i'm going to chuckle is i want everybody to know that craig selects these topics and i know about them about a minute or so before we go on the air um on purpose just because it's fun exhilarating for me um and this is something that i actually dealt with at length when i worked at the national safety council is hey we've got uh, the hmis which is what the uh, the big diamond outside the building which is what firefighters look for and the big confusion with them is HMIS, a four is about as bad as it gets on a scale of one to four. In HASCOM, a four is, eh, go ahead, no problem. Uh, and a one is as bad as it gets. So it's the exact opposite numbering system. And HMIS actually put out, um, and the uh, uh, NFPA folks put out a, um, um, a statement back in... Um, literally 2010 2012 before this all came out they knew this problem was happening and they said we being fire department are professionals and we trump osha so therefore and global harmonization uh therefore um our diamonds and our symbols are the standard and we will not comply with hazard communication and that was their has been their position for about 14 years do i think it's wise no um, uh, uh, but global harmonization has been around for about 23 years now. It started in 99, 2000. Um, and, uh, and actually the United States, if you guys don't know, this was the last of the industrialized nations to actually adopt it. And currently, um, the law of the land is version, uh, three of global harmonization and current, and I believe we're at seven. I don't think eight has been published yet. The rest of the planet's following seven and eight, and we're still on three. Um, and, and OSHA's guidance hasn't been really strong on, on how they're going to update it. Um, so, so to answer your question, the diamond in the building is governed by a different agency for firefighters and professional, uh, first responders, and it is in direct conflict 
numerical value-wise than uh, global harmonization, and it is what it is. They're a separate government agency, and they are not complying or harmonizing. Ta-da. <laughs> So, so you know what else we're we're not doing besides just doing the version three of the GHS? We're still not doing the metric system. So, which is older <laughs> than the United States, by the way. Well, and and here's the thing. So even with like the GHS, like when we started switching, we started changing everything. When you give me something new, I don't compare it with the old because I find that causes conflict in my brain. So. I just do like a brain dump and it's like I accept the new thing for what it is. So if you went out and changed all the road signs, the kilometers per hour, I'd be fine as long as my speedometer said kilometers per hour somewhere. I'd be like, okay. It is what it's, it is. It's, I, I find it's somewhat funny and and Craig, you're probably gonna fall uh, being in the military, you end up in foreign countries that use the metric system. And for me, exactly like Dave said, I never try to equate a mile to a kilometer. My speedometer says 100. The sign says 100. I don't care that that's 72 miles per hour. Okay, I I just adapt, and that's why I find it sometimes very frustrating um, that we have that. Um, yeah, and if the money back, scale's so. not too far off, it's the best way to do it too. If you're not looking to, oh, this is six million liras to a dollar, which can get confusing. But if you're in like <laughs> If you're doing a euro against a dollar, you know, you might as well just say one euro is one euro. Right. Okay. Greg's like, how did we get on this subject? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm biting my tongue to not tell you that another one of those American things is April 1st, uh, April Fool's Day. When people celebrate that, it literally drives me nuts. You know why? It's a joke on Americans. It used to be April 1st was New Year's Day. And then when the rest of the world changed to January 1st, the American colonies said, we're not doing that. And they said, well, if you still celebrate New Year's Day on April 1st, you must be a fool. You're easy to trick and play jokes on. So it's literally been a perpetual joke for over 200 years, and we celebrate it. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me. Cinco de Mayo, well, can't we make, lost that one. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't make fun of yourself, then who can you make fun of, right? The yeah. kid with the bold haircut. <laughs> back, back to that. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that anymore. They don't. Oh, by the way, he he got he got a beat down from the cool kid from Wisconsin with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so sticking with hazard communication, uh, or let's say going back to hazard communication, um. So when I it, let's say I, I put some uh, a cleaner A into my little spray bottle, and what am I required to do? And this is pretty basic, right? This is just you know it didn't really change with the harmonization. But what am I required to do uh, with that with that container uh, once I get the product in it, and then use it for the rest of the shift? What do I what do I have to do? Uh, if you're going to use it for an extended period of time, you need to transfer the label. Label it for what it is. Correct. And if I choose to make one I... up, I have to follow a standard for the entire um, 
for the entire uh, uh, plant. I can't just make each label as unique and use my own style, correct? That is correct. How long yeah, can I can, use that? You can buy the labels too. 20, 24 hours, right, Greg? Is that right? Mm. Or one shift? Come on, Craig. Yeah, now, now you're getting closer. Immediate use. Immediate use. Immediate use. Craig's really quizzing me today. You know, he used to do this to me all the time. And, and it's like, oh, I think it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and and in a previous life um, at different at different location from from where Dave worked, the uh, the person who is responsible for dishing or uh, doling out the the chemical and putting it into uh, single use containers would uh, instead of placing a label on the actual container um, had the uh labels you guys can't see me but i'm showing dave and, and tim the labels they were they were small and they were they had a a, a um a cloth tie so you could fill it out and then tie it around the neck of the bottle or the container and then that container could be you know reused without having get get all marked up and everything um and then you know you're not knowing exactly what was on or in inside that bottle what i tend what i came to find out is that they would just they just had you know static ones made up and they would just take it you know they when they put the chemical into the other container they just pull it off of the where they kept it and then tie it onto it and then go um which you know i'm like eh, i get you know it it meets the intent of the standard um and uh, is okay i'm like I just get a little uh, leery of of reusing labels uh, in that uh, in that respect. I would uh, agree with that. <laughs> so, so after this, I'm um, gonna go bone up on my GHS standards. So the next time Craig quizzes me, I'll be ready. <laughs> well, you'll uh, you'll you feel free to watch the uh, thirty part uh, SDS uh, and Hascom um program where we literally walk through each line of the standard and we get the sds we go through each of the 16 sections in our three minute safety mm -hmm. moments those are uh uh very well uh, uh received we got a lot of positive feedback on them um with that in mind folks uh, uh i know we took the summer off and we've done some revamping if you have topics you'd like to uh for us to talk about uh please feel free to reach out to us um directly via our email uh, you can click on the link in the bottom of the um, uh, of the uh, video and it has a, uh, a link down there for you to click so you can email us directly and pick a topic and we'll be happy to talk about it or a favorite food that you want to talk about or you know the Rolling Stones new album after 18 years whatever you want us to talk about we're uh, <laughs> we're uh, multifaceted we'll talk about the safe release of a uh, of, of albums from geriatric rockers I mean we're on it <laughs> <laughs> That's that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, um, we're spicy today, aren't we? <laughs> I think so. Uh, but we'll we'll have some uh, uh, in our upcoming podcast. We'll have some um, some definite uh, topics that uh, Dave will be able to uh, nail without even uh, 
blinking an eye or breaking a swat. Uh, this one just kind of got they caught him off guard because, yeah, it's just like, what? Wait, what? Has come? It, what is that called again? How's come you talking to me about this stuff? Exactly. I didn't even have enough coffee yet. You guys are killing me. <laughs> well, at least you're not shooting it out your nose today. <laughs> and there he goes. Good one. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. I had to wait until you were drinking. The cat went from gray to coffee colored. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. That's all I have today. All right. That wraps up this episode of Safety Unlocked, the morning show. I'm Tim Neubauer with Craig Edwards and Dave Bittner. I'm Dave Bittner. Remember, safety is everyone's business. And I'm Craig Edwards. Make it a safe day. You have been listening to Safety Unlocked, The Morning Show, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by Exceed Safety, a full-spectrum consulting firm. Visit our website at exceedsafety.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. Exceed Safety, LLC.